Welcome back, guys, to the Ronin Rabbit, a Usagi Ojimbo fan podcast. I'm your host, Ed Moore, and beware there will be spoilers. Right off the top, cool thing I noticed, this is episode 150 of the show. That's quite a benchmark, considering most podcasts don't even reach 10, 15 episodes, 150 episodes. Now, it has taken me the better part of 11 going on 12 years to do that, but here we are. If you want to get in touch with me about that special anniversary, episode 150, you can tweet me at Teal Productions, T-E-A-L. I post the episodes on Facebook on the Usagi Ojimbo fan page. The website, bigtimenoise.com slash Rabbit. You can leave comments there on the appropriate episode. Usagipodcast at gmail.com is the email address. The book, Usagi Ojimbo Wanderer's Road, number one, from IDW, color reprints of the original stories. This particular story is entitled Tower. It appeared in Usagi's, well first, this book that I'm looking at, was cover dated November 2020. The story first appeared in Tower in the seventh issue of the first volume of Usagi Ojimbo, which would be the Fanographics volume, cover dated 1988. I covered that book on the show on episode 19 that I released on April 25th in 2012. So, we're just dealing with bunches and bunches of circles here. You can find this reprinted, of course, here in color, Usagi Ujimbo Wanderer's Road number one, the original story being The Tower. You can also find it reprinted in the, I believe it's book two, let's see, no, book three, Wanderer's Road, Usagi Ujimbo trade paperback. It is also available in... In bear with me here, the two-volume special edition set from Fantagraphics that reprinted all of their Usagi tales, as well as Usagi Yojimbo Origins Volume 2, which is a reprinting by IDW of these color reprints. So let's, let's do all this again. First time out, The Tower. Black and White, Issue 7 of Volume 1. It can be found, Volume 1 in Black and White, in the Usagi Ojimbo Book 3, The Wanderer's Road trade paperback. It can also be found in the Special Edition 2-volume set from Fantagraphics. Reprinted in color in Issue 1 of The Wanderer's Road from IDW. And this color reprint is again reprinted in... Usagi Ojimbo Origins Volume 2 Wanderer's Road from IDW. So hopefully that's straight. Just look up Wanderer's Road and you'll seemingly find most of the reprints, if not all of them. Two protagonists, Mimoto Usagi and Spot. Spot is one of my top five favorite characters ever from Usagi. Spot is a Tokage. The Tokage are these little lizards that run around in Usagi's world. They're rudimentarily intelligent. They look like little, maybe, brontosauruses, if, if I had to say so. Little green lizard dudes. So on this first page, we have ten panels. This particular Tokage is stretching, wakes up, yawns, stretches. His stomach gurgles because he's hungry. He licks his front paw, looks around. Sees across the street that there is a noodle vendor that he goes to, but the noodle vendor literally kicks him away, calling him a filthy 
beggar. Tokage then goes up to somebody sitting on the street here finishing a street lunch. They throw away a fish carcass, but he sniffs it and says, Nah, that's not for me, and walks off. Several people are entering an inn here nearby. He steps up to the doorway and looks around, looks in, sees some food here nearby, and decides to snatch him a bite, which he does, but the proprietor of the joint sees him, snatches up a meat cleaver, and chases him outside. Chases him out the door, out down the street to a, I believe it's a, like a security surveillance tower, uh, like the town watch would go up on and just kind of hang out during the day to make sure everything is okay, out away from the town. So Spot heads up it, but the proprietor, who is a big pig of a man, uh, but literally, he's a pig. No, really, a pig. And uh, so he chases him, but then doesn't chase him up the tower, which I'm not really sure why. I don't know if it's because of his size or he just doesn't feel that he can climb the tower or whatever. But he chases Spot. Well, it's not Spot yet. He chases this Tokage up the tower and then decides to wait it out, that the thing will have to come back down. Yeah, I I'm not sure. It, the the Motivation runs a little bit thin there, but nonetheless, we have the proprietor with a meat cleaver on the ground. We have the Tokage up on the platform at the top of the tower. Big two-page spread, about four or five pages in, seven, eight, pages seven and eight or so. Um, and, and this is nice because this now is in full color. We have a crowd. We have uh, we see that they're in kind of the town square, probably, because from our vision Running from our right out across the background and coming back down on our left, we see building tops and maybe the tops of some doorways. And in between all this area is filled with people who are looking over towards this one tower. And we see the tower over left center towering, uh, pun intended, not intended, up with a platform on top. And we see a little head up there peeking up, and that's the Tokage. But the people down here on the ground are of interest. Usagi walks up from the back because everybody's looking at the tower and he is walking up to, walking in the direction that they're looking. So nobody's really seeing him. We see the proprietor off here a little bit away from the tower with his meat cleaver held up with some blood on it from where he was using it right before he chased Spot. We see the woodcutters, the male woodcutter with a full load of wood, the female woodcutter not carrying any wood. I don't know that I recognize any of the other characters off the top of my head, but behind the woodcutters on the ground is a little turtle, and he is looking back over towards the camera, towards Usagi, and we see that he has on his little head a little red mask. So there we go, Easter egg. So Usagi's wondering what's going on. He asks the woodcutter. Woodcutter tells him there's a Tokagi stuck up on the witch tower, and they're taking bets on the watch tower, excuse me, and they're taking bets on how long he stays there before the wind sweeps him off. And Usagi's like, what? That's that's cruel. And he starts to go approach the tower to get the Tokage down, but the pig uh, merchant proprietor, in proprietor dude stops him and says, mind your own business, wanderer. Let it fall. It'll never steal food from me again. It stole like a bite. I mean, yeah. So anyway, so yeah, he's, he's going to get that Tokage. Usage uh, starts to continue on and says, If it stole food, it must have been hungry. Beat it, I said, as he raises his meat cleaver, and Usagi slugs him. Walks up to the tower, Usagi does, starts climbing it. Well, this proprietor, come back here, Ronan, you can't make a fool of me. And he runs up to the tower and climbs it about 
two-thirds of the way up. And then the middle third of the tower, he chops through all the rungs, kind of trapping everybody on top and keeping really anybody else from getting there. So several panels later, we see a, a picture drawn fully of the tower. And indeed, the top third is intact the stairs, the middle third, all the stairs are broken, all the steps, uh, in this case, the steps are broken, and the bottom third, all the steps are intact. So the the cleaver-wielding proprietor did break about the middle third of the stairs. So um, Usagi, now on the platform on top of the tower, attempts to greet the Tokage, but of course it's a wild animal. It's having none of that. Plus, the last thing it knows, some bipedal human-like thing was chasing it around and so here's another one finally getting up to where it was perched seemingly safe from that but it's not so usagi crosses his legs and sits down as far away on the platform from the tokage as he can talking to it he says i know you're afraid so i'll i'll just sit over here for a while um until i figure out a way to get both of us down the wind starts to pick up starts to snow Usagi reaches into his sack and uh, pulls out a rice ball, leaves it as close to the tokage as he can get without moving, you know, reaches as far as he can with his arm and sets the rice there. So ultimately the tokage does eat it. Uh, while he's eating, Usagi decides that he's going to clear some of the snow that has fallen off of the platform to keep their platform as clear as they can. Sweeps the snow off and lo and behold, it falls down and hits the proprietor no longer well no he was still had the cleaver in hand but he dropped it because the snow hit him in the and and it was so horrible and terrible that the snow and yeah well anyways the proprietor took offense he felt that usagi did it on purpose uh maybe usagi did i don't know i mean if the dude is getting hit from stuff falling from the platform all he's got to do is take three or four steps away and you would have to heft it out quite a bit in order to even try to hit him but yeah, I don't know. Some other things happen here. So, uh, proprietor is not the smartest dude, but that just increases his anger about Usagi. So, Usagi and the Tokage here are, you know, we, we are back at them. The wind again is picking up. So, Usagi realizes that he has some tea in a bamboo filler on his belt. So, he grabs the tea, grabs the filler off, going to pour him out some tea, but the wind catches it, blows it out of his hand. The tea pours out first. It falls onto the proprietor on the ground. The filler falls, hitting the proprietor on the head. Usagi obviously did both of these on purpose. Completely enraged, incensed, the proprietor goes up to the woodcutter and demands his axe that the woodcutter has. So the woodcutter f gives it over and the proprietor, the end proprietor, walks over and starts axing away, chopping away at the legs of the tower. Now the tower is a triangle, so it has three legs. It's cutting through him, cutting through him. Finally, as it starts to tumble, Spot runs over to Usagi, jumps into his arms. Usagi grabs him up and, and kind of clutches him as the tower falls. Lo and behold, it falls in the direction of the proprietor's inn, completely trashing the roof. Usagi and the Tokagi come crashing through the roof, bouncing off a table, falling onto the floor. Now, because of the way Usagi was holding him, protecting him, the Tokagi was cushioned. Usagi crumples to the floor unconscious, but the Tokagi gains his wits much more quickly. The proprietor storms into his common room looking for the, the, the mass of people that was just at the top of the tower that is the cause of 
every last bit of his consternation he has ever felt his entire life. Well, or so it seems. Well, he finds him, and as he makes a move on Usagi, the Tokagi jumps up and attacks him, and is rolling in the floor, biting him, and Usagi kind of stumbles around and wakes up, and he gets this look on his face when he looks, and he realizes that this little Tokagi is just absolutely taking it to this big pig proprietor here. Rolling around, he is now shouting, get it off, get it off. And Usagi says, that's enough. And you see uh, the Tokagi look up at him with a, a piece of the clothing of the proprietor in his mouth, looks over at Usagi, and he jumps off and runs over to Usagi, smiles, because he now sees that Usagi is okay. Initially, part of what really fueled the, tuka- the Tokage to attack the proprietor is that the Tokage thought that the proprietor had been responsible for Usagi's very much hurtness or death. And I say it that way because we have to remember that, that this Tokage, I mean, they're not like hyper-intelligent. They're just kind of a little bit more aware than just their environment. But... He had a bond with this this thing that had protected him, and so he thought that thing was seriously hurt and protected it. So Usagi kind of leaning against the uh, the doorframe here, he says, it seems I've got a companion. Come along, um, Spot. Let's get out of this town. And so as they're walking off, uh, Spot kind of leers at some other members of the crowd and, and flinches at him and growls real big, making them back away. Final panel is just a, a long panel, uh, about 20% of the page here at the bottom of Usagi walking. Uh, he has walked from the right of the panel. He's at the edge of the left side, and behind him is the Tokage spot running along. And so that is the story of the origin of spot. Excellent story. That watchtower, um, when I initially read this, it was right after I had watched, uh, what was it, either Yojimbo or the uh, Sixth Samurai movie? Um, yeah, the name escapes me. But in one of those two movies, I think it was Yojimbo, I, I saw for the first time ever somebody using uh, that watchtower and that it even existed. And then I read the story and I was like, oh, hey, that's, you know. So I, was, I, I quickly made that connection because I had just watched a movie that it was in. Otherwise, I had no idea what this thing would have been. I mean, it's just a big tower in the middle of town. You know, there's that when we get up here, uh, let me take a look. I don't, you know, I don't think there's any kind of, well, no, it looks like maybe there's a bell on it here. So I guess the, the watch person would ring the bell at, at something going on. But um, about the only term really is Tokage. And that really wasn't a term given to us. That was just the creature itself. So, um, otherwise just a, you could almost have done this story silent. That, that would have been a pretty cool way maybe to go about this because you're dealing with an animal, right? And an and, and, and animal, wow, uh, isn't going to speak much. So you could have gone ahead and just captured that feeling and done the whole story silent. But Mr. Sakai did it the way that he did it. So um, I think that's everything I've got this episode to talk about. I know I say it like that every episode. I'm going to have to figure out something else to say to wind down. But... Next episode is Volume 3, Issue 51, as I indicated last episode. That will be the second part of the Kitsune story. And then the episode after that will be Issue 14 of Volume 4, the current color run. So those are the next two episodes I have planned. Um, Hopefully that will be what we talk about. Either way, when you listen to the episode, I will have talked about what I talked about. Talk to you guys then. Ciao.